0: for joining me you're listening to sandoval bench podcast i'm your host daniel sandoval uh we start this episode today um talk about the passing of of hank aaron uh who passed this morning uh one of the all-time greatest players in baseball history uh depends who you ask it'd be there's like a a, the group right there it's like willie mays babe ruth hank aaron uh lou gehrig you know there's a There's a a small group there, and he he was part of it. Uh, The longtime leader in home runs um, until he was passed by Barry Bonds. And, you know, a lot of uh, Hall of Famers and uh, Hall of Fame voters uh, consider Hank Aaron the leader in home runs because he did it the right way. No PDs or anything like that, like Bonds. Um, And, you know, to much of his credit, he, you know, he was a, was a a calm personality had a a calm demeanor um you know when he first came on the scene and then um, eventually passed Babe Ruth you know he received a lot of hate mail uh, because you know Jackie Robinson it broke the the color barrier but uh you know he was playing in Brooklyn while Hank Aaron was playing in Atlanta Georgia you know people were still and still are very racist there in that area and um you know they would send him all kinds of death threats all the time, you know, threatening him and his family. And, um, you know, he was treated poorly from from a lot of the fans and stuff. Um, But, you know, as he said, uh, this was a couple years ago, I I believe, in one of his interviews he said he didn't want to be remembered as a great player, but um, also a great man. And, you know, this adds to the long list of of recent uh, MLB Hall of Fame deaths. Uh, We had Tommy Lasorda just recently passed too. Um, Don Sutton just passed a couple days ago. I believe we lost uh, Phil Negro. Uh, there's a, a, a whole long list there. Um, and then and Joe Morgan. Uh, who else? Uh, Bob Gibson too. Damn. Whitey Ford. Tom Seaver. Yeah, it's a long list. So uh, tough loss there with Hank Aaron. Uh, man, he was in the league for a long time. He was very consistent too. Uh, never hit over 50 home runs, but always had a high number there in the 40s, uh, has 2,297 RBIs, which is, um, all time, uh, played 23 years, but just, a illustrious career and, uh, also fall for social justice and, uh, in his later years was, was a lot more comfortable with himself and where he was at, um, you know, considering people embraced him more, but, um. You Know kind of forgotten at times as, as one of the all time greats. Um, uh, you know, I don't know why, but um, I guess ever since maybe since Bonds passed him, but you know, old school baseball uh, fans and players and you know, people around the league, uh, they're always hold them high up as as you know, rightfully so in comparison to um, you know, those that PED uh, generation, which I think they should still be in the hall of fame, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, so uh, tough, tough loss there for uh, fans of baseball and, and the family of Hank Aaron and uh, you know people who admired him and, and loved listening to him talk or and whoever was able to even watch him play. Um, so and for the sports world as a whole, um, but you know no way to really transition from that. So um, we have the championship games this weekend in the NFL. First, uh, let's go over uh, the divisional round. I was three and one in my picks, by the way, so I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, Packers and Rams. Uh, the Rams just look—they just couldn't couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers at all. Uh, Rodgers looks good. Um, Aaron Jones had a good game, and you know, there's some question marks heading of the off for Jared Goff and the Rams. Uh, Sean McVay doesn't seem sold on him. Uh, so we'll see. You know, there's uh, there's some quarterbacks that they can go out and get. Uh, they probably won't be able to get Deshaun Watson. I'm not sure if anyone will. Um, but, you know, I think you can win the Super Bowl with Jared Goff um, because when they were in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, they had a chance to win. You know, they uh, their defense is still good. They still have some weapons offensively. Uh, they just need them to just be – a slightly above average and they can win, you know, the, they don't need him to be an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. You know, he just needs to be game manager. Basically don't turn over the ball, um, you know, get some big plays here and there uh, and just basically rely on the defense and then they need to, you know, get a better running game, but uh, you know, they did okay. Uh, you know, I'm actually surprised that they even beat the Seahawks, but uh, the Packers ended up, ended up beating them 32 to 18. Uh, Ravens and Bills. That game was tough in, in the first quarter or first half, I should say. And then the Bills pulled away in the second half. Uh, Ravens couldn't get any anything going offensively. Uh, ended up losing seventeen to three. Lamar Jackson, uh, he went out with that concussion when his head hit the hit the turf. But by then the game was kind of already decided pretty much. Uh, but he was. He wasn't as as effective as he has been in past games. Uh, through that one pick, uh, only 162 yards. Uh, the Bills. This is good for the Bills though, because it shows that you know they can win. They can win a shootout. They can win, you know, a, a defensive game because they they do have a good defense. Um, you know, and Josh Allen, he he can move. Um, he can stay in the pocket and you know and pick pick apart defenders, or he could, he could run the ball. You know, he's also good with his legs, the mobile quarterback. Um, they got to get their running game going too, though, besides, uh, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs has been great for them. Um, so, you know, it just showed that the bills can win any type of way. Um, so that's good for them. And then, so I, I did, I did pick the bills, you know, I, I almost picked the Ravens, uh, but you know, I, I'm surprised that the Ravens only scored three points, uh, how many Justin Tucker missed like three field goals or something like that? It was it was bad in the beginning. Uh Browns and Chiefs, Chiefs ended up winning twenty two to seventeen. That was a close game. Uh, that a lot closer than I thought. You know, I I said that the the only way the Browns were going to win this game was if, you know, they they had they controlled the time of possession and they ran the ball a lot, uh, but they didn't. I mean, they only had one hundred twelve yards combined rushing that. Uh, during that game and had one touchdown. Uh, they only gave Nick Chubb thirteen carries, you know, for sixty nine yards. They didn't have a single running back run for a, rush for over a hundred yards. And Kareem Hunt only had six attempts rushing. Like, come on, I w- I'm giving both of them at least like twelve to twenty. Well, Nick Chubb, he's my he's my primary back. I'm giving him twenty five carries. Like, no no questions around it. I'm giving him twenty five carries, and I'm just I'm going down the Chiefs throw, I'm just going at the Chiefs because their defense, they, they're they not a defensive team really. They're more offense. Um, and, you know, mo- a lot of the times they can't get stops. So, I thought that was a, a mistake by Cleveland there. Um, Like Baker Mayfield, they gave him 37 attempts. Like, what is Baker Mayfield doing, you know, throwing 37 times? He played well though. I, I thought he looked good. Um, You know, he only, he had 204 yards, one touchdown, that one pick. Uh, But, overall I th- he seemed comfortable he seemed confident and ready for the for the big moment and there was that controversial uh fumble by Richard Higgins he fumbled into the end zone while he was diving this was before the half while he was diving for the um, for the end zone for a touchdown he fumbled into the end zone that means it's a touchback and it becomes the the chiefs ball they lose the ball and they give it to the chiefs right? And that completely changed the game for them. I thought because if they score and if Rashard Higgins just runs out of bounds, stops the clock, and they're at like the one two yard line or you know within five yards, they can just give it to Nick Chubb. Does he not realize who their fucking running back is? They could just give it to Nick Chubb, and that guy's gonna score obviously automatic, automatically, right? So i mean, It was a big mistake by them. That everyone knows a rule. It's a bad rule, but. In that situation, there was like a minute and 22 seconds left on the clock. Like, just run run out of bounds or do whatever or, or just stay in bounds. You have enough time to score the touchdown. You're right there, right there in position to score. And you have Nick Chubb. Just just get down, and then, you know, you could give the ball to Nick Chubb on the next play. Uh, so, you know, everyone wants to change the rule, but no one really has a good idea. I have a good idea for it. I think if if you're on offense and you fumble into the end zone, Instead of the touchback and turning the ball over, I think you should get the ball back, but it's like a 4th and 20 or 4th and 25. A 4th and 25, and then that's your one chance. It's like you get the ball back and you have one shot to either convert or score a touchdown, or you can just kick a field goal, whatever you want to do. But that way it still punishes the offense, but it doesn't completely change the momentum of the game or potentially the outcome of the game. And you know there's still, and it still helps the defense. I think so. I think that's that's something to consider. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes, he had to leave the game because it was. They said it was a concussion, but it looked like he tweaked his neck or something. Uh, but then he stood up and looked like he was gonna fall. And then he had an injured toe. There was a bunch of stuff. Um, and then Chad Henney came in, and had converted on that fourth down. Had that run, and. And they were able to hold on to the lead there and, and run the clock out at the end. But, uh, man, that was close for, for for the Chiefs there. You know, Cleveland, if they were able to get a stop and, you know, stop Chad Henney, basically, they they could have come back and won the game. Uh, but the future is bright for Cleveland. I think uh, the way that they they play offensively with Baker Mayfield and that running game, the two running backs there, um, I th- I think they're going to be successful in the future. I don't know. If they'll be able to win a Super Bowl, but they need to be able to capitalize on um, on their growth this year. Uh, they'll have Odell Beckham Jr. back. Um, I'm not sure. I think Kareem Hunt, he might be a free agent after this year, or next year, but um, they got to bring him back as well. And with the Chiefs, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he said he might not even play in the championship game, which you know I don't believe that at all. He's obviously going to play. Uh, he actually got cleared from concussion protocol, um, so we'll see. You know, he looked he looked good too. Obviously, he's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the running game looked okay. They didn't have um, Clyde Edwards-Elair. They had uh, what's his name, Damian Williams. Um, he looked okay. You know, thirteen carries or Daryl Williams. So that's not Damian Williams. And then Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey had great games as usual. I want to see Le'Veon Bell get a little bit more involved. But he seems like he's just completely done. Um, he just seems slow. Can't can't catch. Um, can't find the holes as fast. And I don't know. I, I, there's obviously some reason why they're not giving him as many opportunities. Um, and then the last game, uh, Buccaneers and Saints. This is the only one I got wrong. Uh, Bucks ended up winning thirty to twenty. And I think it was Drew Brees's last game. He played, he had one of the worst games of his career three interceptions, one touchdown. Didn't make it to 150 yards. He had 134 yards. And this is actually his only game where he had three interceptions and less than 150 yards in the same game in his entire career. And then Jameis Winston came in, threw one pass uh, for that touchdown, that 50 yard touchdown. Uh, But, you know, I I don't know where the Saints go from here. Um, you know, I th- I think it's pretty clear that Drew Brees is going to retire. You know, he had a moment with Tom Brady and his family uh, at after the game, and you know when everyone else was gone, or those some cameras were still. But they caught up. They were uh, they were having a good time. You know, talking and, and you know sharing hugs and stuff. And uh, Brady threw a touchdown pass to Brady's kids and stuff. Uh, so it seemed like a, you know a respectful. Conversation from Tom Brady to Drew Brees, you know, because he, I think he can tell that it's gonna be his, his last game. He's gonna announce his retirement here soon, probably. But um, you know, it, it just seems like it's time. Uh, you know, he couldn't throw, he couldn't throw past like twenty yards. It seemed like they, they were never throwing it deep with Drew Brees. They'd bring in Jameis Winston or uh, Taysom Hill, you know, to to take the top off the defense. But um, you know, you can't, you can't win. In the NFL, if you're not able to throw, to throw it deep like that. So he has a, a job opportunity here with NBC Sports, which he'll probably take uh, for Sunday Night Football. And, you know, he, I think a, a second Super Bowl win would have, you know, kind of elevated his Hall of Fame status, but, you know, he's still a Hall of Famer. Him and Brady are pretty much number one and two in, like, yards, passing, completions, and completion percentage, touchdowns, all that stuff. They're like, they're one and two. And, you know, I was hoping for a better matchup because they were both kind of lackluster. I mean, Brady, just under 200 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. But, you know, most of most of this game is just like defense, defensive efforts here for both teams. It wasn't really uh, offensive games for, for either of them, really, um, which was a shame. But, you know, la- definitely probably last time we're going to see both of them play against each other. It was the first time they played against each other in the playoffs. Uh, Phillip Rivers also. Uh, he re- announced his retirement yesterday, I believe, uh, which is kind of ironic because you know him and breezes their history there. Um, so the bucks they're gonna play the the Packers in the NFC championship game and then the bills and Chiefs in the NFC championship game. Um, you know I want to pick the, the the bucks and the bills, uh, but I'm not gonna waver for my picks. I'm gonna stick with the Packers and the chiefs. Uh, but man, we have we have some good matchups here, and then whoever wins, either either or, you know, if the Packers win and the and the Chiefs or the Bills or the Buccaneers, whoever faces off in Super Bowl, I think either way we're gonna have a great matchup. Uh, you're gonna have good quarterback matchups either way. Uh, first, we'll, uh, we could talk about the Packers and the and the Buccaneers. This is a, a great matchup here. Um, I I think this one will be like low. Upper teens, low 20s, it's gonna, it's not going to be explosive. It's probably 24-17, uh, Green Bay. And Rodgers just looks completely unstoppable right now. Um, even though they played earlier this season and the Buccaneers pretty much blew out the Packers, I think it's different in the postseason, and I think the Packers will be ready this time around. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if the, the Buccaneers win. Antonio Brown is out, so that means Scotty Miller. But I don't see the Buccaneers stopping Aaron Rodgers and um, Devonte Adams. So uh, Packers going to Super Bowl. And then Bills and Chiefs. This one, it's a little bit more interesting because of the health of Patrick Mahomes. You know, his toe. How injured is it? You know, Andy Reid was kind of being vague about it. But basically said if, he, if he's injured and can't move around, like, he's not going to play. But obviously he's going to play. It just depends if he has any mobility or not, and you know I don't know the extent of uh, the injury, but as long as he can he can plant his foot and you know throw the ball and stuff, then you know I think he's fine. And as long as the Bills don't injure him, uh, this one's going to be I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, I'm going to say the Chiefs, thirty-five, and I'll I'll go with the Bills, thirty-one. Uh, but it's gonna be a great game. You know, you have a good uh, young quarterback matchup here uh, with Josh Allen, who could be in the con- MVP conversation. He's not gonna win it. It's probably going to Rogers and then uh, Patrick Mahomes, who just won it last year, and then he had 50 touchdowns one season. So you know, it's it's, it's a good matchup. Um, but man, I I really hope the the Bills go to the Super Bowl and win it though, because you know they've had a long history of. Of Super Bowl failures, and you know we we've seen where that team has been and that franchise has been in recent years. Um, even before Josh Allen, even when they drafted Josh Allen, people were questioning Josh Allen with with his uh, accuracy issues and saying that he's the worst quarterback in the in his draft class. He he's a real deal, you know. I really like uh, his talent. He's really good there. I I like this Buffalo team a lot, um, and they just they seem to have a good. Uh, Great chemistry there. Seem to really enjoy playing with each other, uh, but that's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Um, and I'll say, yeah, Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl, um, and then we're gonna have to see that State Farm halftime halftime commercial. Uh, that's what I'm expecting. Because um, if they don't do it, then they're just they're just missing out on an opportunity there. And let's see what else I want to get into. Uh, we got some uh, some coaching hires recently. Eric enemy was not one of the coaches hired uh which I mean I don't know Every, everyone wants to talk about Eric enemy, but you know I th- I think it's there's something wrong when it, it he's the only one of Andy Reed's like assistants that's not getting hired and all all of Andy Reed's assistants are getting hired but then when when they talk about Eric enemy, they say oh is he actually calling the plays and stuff it's like well are were the other assistants calling the plays but I've heard that you know there's some some past stuff in Eric Bieniemy's early career that you know are um, making people uh, question if they should hire him or you know have have him lead their team or not. But you know if I'm Eric Bieniemy, I would rather stay with the Chiefs, right? Because you have you have Patrick Mahomes signed for for ten years, and Andy Reid, he's well, he's like 61 or something like that. We don't know how long he's gonna go, but he—I mean—he'd probably go for another five years or something. But if if Eric Bieniemy, if they already had that conversation that he's the next coach in waiting, well, I would just stay in Kansas City. Like, who cares if you're you're a coordinator? Like, you're an offensive coordinator for an NFL team who just won the Super Bowl and you have Patrick Mahomes. Like, there's that's not a bad job at all. Like, I, if it's between that and going to the Houston Texans with the disgruntled Deshaun Watson, although Deshaun Watson did want to hire Eric Bieniemy, but I don't want to go to Houston. I'd rather stay in Kansas City, be a coordinator, and coach Patrick Mahomes. Uh, But here are some of the coaching hires. Robert Sala, uh, former defensive coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers, got hired by the Jets, becoming the first Muslim uh, head coach hired in the NFL, which is cool. Um, So that's a big loss for the 49ers. Uh, He was a great defensive coordinator. And he's going to really change that culture there for uh, New York. And I'm happy for... Uh, for Sam Darnold, really, I hope to keep him, and um, you know he's going to have a real coach there. Uh, the Jaguars hired Urban Meyer, uh, which you know I'm I'm skeptical of that hire because you know he's quit on a few teams. He quit on did he quit on Utah? I believe he quit on Utah, Florida, Ohio State. Didn't want the Texas job. Uh, he's hired coaches who you know are abusive, um, sexual harassers, and. Um, assaulters i I think uh what was his that wide receivers coach i forgot his name but urban meyer defended him he know he knew that he this guy was beating his wife and he still defended him and then says he didn't know about it and he's just full of shit urban meyer was just garbage i stick by that I, i said that when all this was coming out you know he coached aaron hernandez who fucking shot people while he was at florida and you know, that Florida team, the one with that was led by Tim Tebow, like all the everyone except Tim Tebow was a criminal and were just doing shady stuff. They were like people were selling drugs, they were you know, out partying and shooting people. Like they were they were committing legit crimes and this was all happening under Urban Meyer who who gives off this facade that he's like this great person and family man and all this crap like dude just cares about football and winning if you have the talent he'll, he'll have you on his team it doesn't matter if if you beat your wife or you're, sh- you're shooting people on the weekends like he knew what aaron hernandez was doing he knew what oh, i forget his name but he knew what his wide receivers coach was doing so i just hope he's he's held accountable in the at the nfl level he also hasn't developed uh quarterbacks very well and you know they're probably they're going to actually draft Trevor Lawrence from Clemson and I hope he's able to bring in some guys that can develop Trevor Lawrence so I don't want him to to ruin Trevor Lawrence for you know his career or anything but I guess we'll see I, I don't know if he'll, he'll he'll ruin him but you know there's also been talk that he might uh, draft Justin Fields with the number 1 pick from Ohio State you know cuz he has talked about how he likes uh, Justin Fields but, you know, if you don't draft Trevor Lawrence, like, come on. that That's crazy. Uh, Falcons hired Arthur Smith to be their head coach, who was the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. Chargers uh, hired Brandon Staley, former quarterback at Dayton. Uh, Lions hired Dan Campbell. He had a crazy press conference talking about, like, eating people and biting their knees and stuff like that. Uh, just seemed like a meathead type. Uh, I don't know much about him, but... We'll see if that works for uh, Detroit. They need, they need a strong presence there, so it might be might be a good hire for them. The Eagles hired Nick Sirianni, which I also don't know a lot about him, but, uh, you know the Eagles needed a change in direction after the whole Doug Peterson Carson Wentz debacle. Oh, actually, this Nick Sirianni is a like an understudy of um, who was the former coordinator that worked with um. Frank Reich, who who was good with uh, Carson Wentz. So he, he's like his understudy basically. So he's part of that coaching tree. So this is basically like, hey, come in here and fix Carson Wentz because he's broken right now and we need we need you to glue the pieces back together. Uh, so that's who he is. So that's a good hire because they wanted Frank Reich or um, they wanted to keep him from the Colts, Carson Wentz, because there was uh, some rumors there. Um, so I thought that was a good hire for the Eagles, but now the only opening is Houston and Deshaun Watson. He said, Hey, I want, uh, air me. So now it's kind of up to Eric is if he wants that coaching job, but I, I wouldn't take it, uh, because you know, is that really gonna, gonna keep Deshaun Watson there? I would try to make a deal with him. Hey, we'll hire him if you, if you stay here, you know, but he is under contract. He did just sign in April. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that. Um, yeah this episode I just want to talk about uh NFL and uh Hank Aaron uh we'll be back with some NBA NBA has been really up and down but um but yeah it's it's been good there's been some good games here and there um so keeping on that uh maybe next week um or I'll probably be back the week after that right before the Super Bowl um and we'll do a show for uh we'll talk NBA and talk about some shows that I've been watching too um so, yeah, get into that. Enjoy the weekend and enjoy the uh, the championship games. They're always great. This is my favorite weekend in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Take care.